Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson. Thank you so much for downloading this episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. First off, I just want to apologize for last week. I was literally opening up my laptop to publish an already recorded podcast on Sunday, and my computer died. It crashed. And it's been over at the Apple Store all week getting fixed up, so I'm really sorry about that. It just wasn't meant to be last week. But we're going to get started again. We are going to be covering a super interesting pediatrics topic today. Close your eyes and imagine. You pick up the chart of a pediatric patient, six months old, chief complaint, loss of consciousness. The triage note states that the child stopped breathing, turned blue, and went limp 45 minutes ago. So you go over to examine the patient, and the kid actually looks pretty good, and his vitals are good. And the parents, though, they are freaked out. And they say, listen, I know he looks good now, doctor, but I swear he was dead. We had to do CPR. Pause. What do you do? Today, I'm going to give you the approach to Brewy. B-R-U-E. Brief, resolved, unexplained events. This is a huge topic in pediatric emergency medicine especially. It used to be called ALTI. And the reason you probably haven't heard much about it is that there was literally nothing to teach. All of these kids got admitted every time. But as of a few months ago, the American Academy of Pediatrics changed everything. They actually published an official protocol for what to do with these kids. Pay attention, because this was a game changer. The one thing that I want you to remember today is that all of these babies, all of these events, can be divided into three categories. High-risk brewery, low-risk brewery, and not brewery. Hold on to that. High-risk brewery, low-risk brewery, not brewery. We're going to get started with some definitions. Brewery, B-R-U-E, brief, resolved, unexplained event. Brief, less than one minute. Resolved, completely back at their baseline in the emergency department, including their vital signs. Unexplained, there are no reported symptoms other than the event itself. No cough, no fevers, no vomiting, anything like that. And then finally, event. It can be any combination of these four things. Loss of consciousness, color change, apnea, or change in tone. If this child meets all four of those criteria, that is a brewery. Now our second definition, low risk. They have to meet five criteria. Older than two months, born at greater than 32 weeks gestational age, first and only episode, no CPR by medical providers, and no red flags on history and exam. If they meet that definition, the patient is low risk. Now hang with me here. This all pulls together very nicely. Let's do our approach. Step one, history. Is this a brewery? you got to cover the criteria we just discussed. Was this episode less than a minute? Is the child back at baseline? Are there any other reported symptoms other than the event? 
And then what exactly happened? Was there color, tone, breathing, or consciousness changes? Step two, still in the history. Is this child low risk? Remember your five questions. Are they greater than two months old? Born at greater than 32 weeks gestational age. Has this event ever happened before? Did a medical provider do CPR? And are there any other red flags? Step three, still in history. You're asking about the red flags. And specifically, if you kind of read through the American Academy of Pediatrics paper, you're looking for red flags for three things. Shaken baby, cardiac dysrhythmia, and infection. So let's go through each of these. For shaken baby, has any event like this ever happened to one of this child's siblings? Or maybe was one of their siblings a SIDS baby? Also, does anybody at home have mental illness? Or do they use drugs? Or just overall, do you get weird vibes from the family? Those are red flags for shaken baby. For cardiac dysrhythmias, other than the obvious stuff, you know, like history of cardiac problems, this stuff isn't hard, you guys. The only other question that is helpful, is there a family history of sudden, unexplained death? For infection, this is easy. This is obvious. Fevers. Are they immunized? Has everyone at home been sick? Does this child have a rash? Now, finally, we're going to kind of wrap up with this history. We're going to go into step four, exam. Vitals, obvious. But what I really want you to focus on is the H-E-N-T exam. In all of the studies of these kids, non-accidental trauma was the most frequent life-threatening etiology, up to 10%. So you got to be careful with this. Shaken baby shows up on the H-E-N-T exam. Is there a bulging fontanelle? Is there blood or petechia on the face or around the nose? And then check that frenulum, that skin under the top lip. Frustrated parents shove in bottles. Finally, step five, put it all together. I want you to categorize into one of three categories and treat. Category one, not a brewery. These children won't meet those initial brewery criteria, so the treatment is easy. Treat based off your normal standard of care. Boom. If it sounds like pneumonia, get a chest x-ray and treat pneumonia. If it sounds like reflux, treat reflux. If it sounds like abuse, call Child Protective Services. But this is not a brewery. Category two, high-risk brewery. These children meet those initial brewery criteria. Brief, resolved, no other symptoms, event. But they don't meet those five low-risk criteria. These patients get admitted too. And again, you treat based off of your typical standard of care. And finally, category three, low-risk brewery. This was the big change this year. This category is the category that never used to exist. If this is a brief, resolved, unexplained event in a child over two months old, who was born after 32 weeks gestational age, and this is the first time it happened, and there is no CPR by a medical professional, and you don't have any red flags for abuse, dysrhythmia, or infection. These kids can go home without testing.
The American Academy of Pediatrics says no chest x-ray, don't get a CT of their head, no CBC or electrolytes or urinalysis or blood cultures or lumbar punctures or RSV swabs, anything like that. Don't start them on weird medicines. The only thing that you can even possibly consider is testing for pertussis and getting an EKG. And even that is probably overkill. These low-risk breweries don't have an increased risk of SIDS. They don't need to be admitted for monitoring. They can go home without testing. That's your approach. Is this a brewery? Is this low risk? Do they have red flags for abuse, cardiac dysrhythmia, or infectious problems? Do that HENT exam and then pick one of those three categories. Remember your categories. Not brewery high-risk brewery, and low-risk brewery. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a little bit random, but this is actually a super hot topic right now. It's one of the biggest game-changing concepts so far in 2016, and so I really didn't have a choice. I just knew I had to cover it. As always, shoot me an email at zach at emclerkship.com if you have any feedback. Next week, we're going to be doing a topic It's a little bit different. It's just really important to me. It's going to be a little bit more laid back. But then starting in July, clerkship season, we're going to be pushing through core content. Heavy hitting topics. Every episode is just going to be a huge topic. It is going to be amazing. You guys are going to love it. Again, shoot me an email with any questions. But until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and remember to enjoy your shift.